0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Let us begin by welcoming all those that are joining us on Torah Anytime. Thank you for joining. Before Shavuos, we always read the parsha of Bamidbar. It's brought la that before Shavuos we always need to read the parsha of Bamidbar. The Lavoche explains what's the reason. Why do we read the parsha of Bamidbar? because we don't want parashas bkhukaysai close to shavuos because parashas bkhukaysai discusses all the taikhah all the klalois and shavuos is the yom hadin and and since it's a yom we don't want the satan to be Mekatrig. and to mention things of the klalois so therefore we have a break we have parashas bamidbar in between Bichukaisai and Shavuos. That's what the Levush says. The Bali Musar say a different explanation in this halacha. Why we need to read Parshas Bamidbar before Shavuos. The Bali Musar say because Parshas Bamidbar has a fundamental lesson that's necessary before Kabbalah Satera. Parshas Bamidbar discusses counting Klali Yisrael. Parashas Bamidbar. the first part of the parsha discusses counting all the Shvatim then goes through Sheva Levi and then the parashah goes through the Degalim. and the entire parashah of Parashas Bamidbar is coming to teach one lesson coming to show how every single Yachir counts every individual counts the Kliyakar explains when you count something it shows the value it shows the Chashivas he says just like a farmer well won't count how many pieces of hay are in a he has because each piece does not so much value. But he will count how many bundles. But something that has a hashivas, someone that's selling something that's expensive, someone that's selling let's say lamashal cars, each car in the lot has a big value. He'll have an exact detailed number of the inventory of he has, because there's a hashivus, there's a value to each each piece of merchandise, each car, the value it has, he'll count it. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu was counting Klal Yisrael, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was showing that every single Yachit counts, showing that there's a chashivis, there's a value. And that's the same lesson from the DeGalim as well, the Musa explained. The DeGalim, each Shevet had their flag, different colors, different pictures on the flag. Showing that yes, there's many Shivatim, Yes, there's different groups in Klal Yisrael. So, but each Shavit has their own individual symbol. Different color, different symbols. To show that even though there's one big picture, there's one big Klal Yisrael, but every single individual counts. There's a Hashivah for every single individual. And this is the reason why before Kabbalah Sateira, this lesson... We have to acquire from parashas by midbar. We need to learn how every single one counts. Only with that could a person be makabal the taira properly. A person can think to himself, there's so many people serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's so many people doing what I will be doing to serve Hashem. There's so many people that will dive into Hashem. There's so many people that will learn to Hashem's Torah. There's so many people that would give tzedakah, do mitzvahs, do chesed. Why does a Baruch Hu need my mitzvahs, do need my Hashem? The answer is parashas by midbar. Parashas by midbar shows every single individual counts. There's a chasivus. there's a value. Each individual HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks at it as if it's his own nation. Like the Kliyakar says. There's a value. And if a person realizes his value, his chashivas, then a person will recognize that his Avedas Sashem has a, a value to HaKadosh Baruch that's beyond his comprehension. His value, no one else could do his Avedas Sashem. Every single individual, every single yachid, there's no one else that can fill that individual's shoes. He has to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself. The Kadmainim say that Yisrael, Chal Yisrael is called by the name Yisrael. And Yisrael stands for Yesh Shishim Ribay Ois La Atayra Yesh Shishim Ribay Ois La Atayra. There's 600,000 letters in our Torah. And the count of Klal Yisrael, the count that Klal Yisrael is, totals is 600,000. What's the connection between the 600,000 letters in the Torah and the count of Klal Yisrael adding up to 600,000? So the Qadwainim exp- explain because every single Yid has their own khalik, their own ishamah, their own ice in the Torah. Their own chilek, their own avaida. and every single yid comes together to add up to make that full Torah of six hundred thousand isyos. We know if you have a Torah that has one letter that's missing, the Torah is a puzzle. We won't lean from it. Doesn't have the status of a kosher Torah. We need every single letter. And every single yid has their letter, has their own khalik in the Torah. Their own avodas zashem that they need to do. And no one else can do their Aveida. That's why there's a connection between the 600,000 letters and 600,000 that Kali counts up to. And the Chavetz Chaim brings down from the Goyim that this is what we dive into HaKadosh Baruch Hu. V'sein We ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to give us our Chelek. What's our Chelek? Says the Goyim, our Chelek is our own Chelek that we were given by Har Sinai. Our own Chelek, our own Avaidah. Our own Tafkid. We ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to help us succeed in our Tafkid. Because everyone has their individual tafkir, they have their own khalik. That they have their own tafkir that no one else could do besides they themselves. And a person should not be looking and seeing how someone else is serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu and thinking maybe I could serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu the same way. The Chavetz Chaim writes after he brings down this Vilna Gaon explaining he writes that, um, that each person's chelik, a person's chelik, a person's own avodin Hashem, his heart pulls into that chelik. He has a pull at Kolish who put into his heart what he feels is the right chelik that he should be doing. And for that chilek, a person shouldn't be looking and trying to see, how could I copy someone else's Avedas Hashem? How he serves HaKadosh Baruch Hu, maybe I should copy him. Because that's not going to be doing his chilek. I'll explain this with the following story. I met someone recently, he asked me, what's my name? Part of the questions when you get to know somebody, who did you marry? So I said, who I married, I said my father-in-law is Rabbi Hoffman, Rabbi David Hafman from Muncie. He writes the weekly Torah Tavlin publication. That's what he's very well known for. Very well, well, well known. He writes a weekly, a weekly publication, the Torah Tavlin, which is a publication from numerous different writers with some divrit Torah, some stories, Mishalim, something from, for the Dafyami, some halacha, a publication that's sent out throughout the world. And there's many people that write it, that, 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 that are subscribed, they get it, many different cities around the world. And he, this person that I was talking to told me, he says, you should know that my father tried to copy the Torah Tavlin. He liked the style He he liked the different variety that the publication had. And he tried to copy, to duplicate the Tavlin. And he said that after a few months, he wasn't able to do it anymore. It was too hard. He tried, but he didn't succeed. And he gave it up. And I thought to myself that perhaps that this is the understanding based on what we just said. Because this person, he wasn't trying to do his own khalik. He wasn't trying to do his own taakhlis. He wasn't trying to do his own tafkid. He was trying to copy someone else's Aveda Hashem. Therefore, perhaps, maybe that's the reason why he didn't succeed. Because a person shouldn't be looking to see, how can I copy someone else? He has to be looking to do his own tafkid. And that old Tavqa, there's no one else that could do it. The Sefer Chassidim writes, that if a person comes up with a Chiddush, Chiddush in Teirah, and he doesn't write it down, he is stealing, he's being a ganiv. Because what was the reason why it was given to you to write it down? And that Chiddush no one else could come up with besides you yourself. It's your Avodah. We have a Mishnabrurah. The Mishnabrurah was the Chavetz Chaim's Tafkid. That was his Khelech in Torah. If the Chavetz Chaim wouldn't have written a Mishnabrurah, we wouldn't have one. Everyone has their own Tafkid, their own Tachlis. And the truth is, that this doesn't apply just for someone that's sitting and learning the Torah. This applies to everybody. And we'll explain with the following famous Gemara. The Gemara asks the question: Noshim What's the chus? What mitzvah are noshim going to be zeiche to oilam haba? And the Gemara says, "Byakuri with taking their children to go learn Torah, u'basnuye be and allowing their husbands to go and sit and learn." And for waiting for their children, waiting for their husbands to come back from learning, the mafarshim ask on this gemara, what kind of question is the gemara asking? Nashim What kind of question is that? Nashim have their mitzvahs, their mechayevin, and they have their own three special mitzvahs that men don't have. So what's the Gemara asking, be b'Mayzachyon? There's plenty of mitzvahs that Noshem could do to be Zeichet Oulam Haba. What's the Gemara saying, Noshem b'Mayzachyon? So the Mefarshim explain that in order to be Zeichet ilam Haba, a person a person can't be Zeichet Elam Haba without having a chalik in Teyr. Without doing, without having a be mekayim, the mitzvah of Torah. So the Gemara's question was, Nashim that don't sit and learn Torah, how will they be Zechat Aylam Haba? Because the only way a person can get Aylam Haba is with the Torah, with the Zchus Tairah, with the mitzvah of Torah. Yes, there's many other mitzvahs, but those mitzvahs won't get Aylam Haba. There won't be enough. You need the Zchus of Torah. And with that the Gemara says that even Nashim they have their chilek of Torah. By what? By allowing their children, by sending off their children to go learn Torah. And allowing their husbands to go learn Torah. And waiting for them to come back. That means even though Nashim, lady, woman they're not sitting and learning Torah but they're still there supporting the Torah. Allowing their children to go, allowing their husbands to go, sending their children off, and waiting for their husbands to come back. Sending off their husbands means allowing their husbands to go to go away. Their husbands won't be home. The husbands will be in the base madrash, allowing them, which means allowing all the physical needs that someone needs to go learn. Sending off their children, whatever it takes to send off a child. And waiting for them to come back. What's the waiting? Perhaps the waiting is showing their excitement for tairah, Showing their chashivas, that they're waiting, that this is something special to them. That's their chalik in tairah. They, they, they might not be sitting and learning the tairah, but they as well have a chalik. And this chalik in tairah that Nashim have, there's no one else that could fulfill that chalik. A wife that allows her husband to go sit and learn. There's no one else that could do that khalik to allow their husband. A wife that's there helping their children, sending them off to learn. And taking care of all the needs of their child so the child can be sitting and learning. There's no one else. That's their khalik. And no one else can fill their shoes. That's their avaida. And no one else could do that. And this is the reason why we read parshas Bamidbar before Shavuos. We're showing, we're counting, we're counting Klal Yisrael. We're counting every individual. How every individual has their own tachlis, their own avaida. Like the pasuk says, "Kol What's the age that we count? Klal Yisrael from the age that they start going out to war. We could ask and try to explain a little bit why is the Torah mentioning that this is the age that they go out to war? Why is that relevant to the count of Klal Yisrael? Perhaps we could explain with the following. In a war, the army is many different, many different positions. And the army there's the people that drive the tanks, people in the helicopters, there's the spies that are walking through the enemy's territory, there's the boats, there's the commanders, there's the generals, and the list goes on. In order to succeed and win a war, you need everyone doing their position. If the ones that are driving the tanks decide, I want to start driving the helicopters, and the ones that are driving the helicopters decide, I want to start driving the boats, and so on, you won't be able to win a war. Everyone needs to take their position, take their own purpose, their own tachlis, their own tafkid, and only with that, everyone together, then you'll be able to succeed to win a war. In order for in order to succeed, Avaidah Hashem, we're counting each individual, each each yachid, showing how each yachid has his purpose. Each yachid called yitzi He is fighting the melcham tishal tayr. He's fighting a Kaddish baruch Hu's battle. Fighting Avaidah Hashem, he has his position, and he shouldn't go and look for a different position. He should do his Avaidah. And don't try to copy what, others, what someone else's avaida is. Because then you won't succeed. You won't win the war. That's the lesson of Parshas Bamidbar. Every individual counts. Every individual has their chilek. And only with that lesson we'll come into Shavuos and we'll be mechabble the Torah. And we'll, and we'll, and we'll serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, knowing that in our khaylek, there's no one else that can serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And fulfill my khelaq and tairah. And with that, the entire class all together, Yeshishim Riba Aisy la Taira, comes together the full count and creates a full taira. And with that only with that do we have a complete taira, Because every single y- yachid needs to do his avaida. And not copy anyone else, because everyone has their own chalik that was given to them by Har Sinai. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by torahanytime.com.